the there's always time for the drive-through deal because no matter how fast you are at making breakfast mcdonald's is faster start your morning at mcdonald's and enjoy one of our tasty bagel sandwiches for breakfast try the steak egg and cheese bagel or the sausage egg and cheese bagel order ahead on our app and pick it up curbside Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Are we doing this? We're doing it. I cannot believe that we're doing this. I know I can't either. I feel like we do this often, but never often enough. We haven't done this in so long. Is it weird that we're doing this again? It is weird. Is it weird that we're doing it together? Yeah, it is really weird that we're doing it together. Is it weird that we're talking about doing it in front of your husband? It is weird. Is it weird that I have a husband? It's no, it's 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 like it's weird that I have a husband. You do not have a husband. Uh, he called me his husband earlier. He you no, you're not his husband. Well, if you're if you're curious as to what's going on here, uh, join the club because we all are very curious. Yeah, about I'm what's not going really on sure here. what's going on here. Uh, we are we are doing something different. We're doing something new. We're doing the same old podcast we've done since day one, just with a little twist. I don't know why. I, I feel like my Barack Obama impersonation just won't go away. <laughs> I've been doing it for like the last hour. And I just Can can't. you do it again? No. Um, so this week's episode of You're My Best Friend is brought to you by our Amazon link. And uh, Moxie is going to talk about that here for just a second. And just, just like that, just like that, we're back into it with you just plugging stuff because it's the only thing I let you talk about. So take it away. Pretty much. Yeah, this is the only time that Ruben ever lets me talk. And he keeps me to a strict timetable. Because if I go over, it's the end of the world. Well, you're already over, so just get to the point. <sighs> oh my gosh. So welcome back to You're My Best Friend. Before you even start listening to what we have to talk about today, go to Amazon, order something. I don't care what it is. It could be dog food. It could be a necklace. It could be a cell phone. It could be some weird contraption that you found about, uh, found about, found out about on TikTok. By the way, follow us on TikTok at Best Friend Podcast. However, when you go to Amazon... Be sure to go to the link in our bio, in the bio of this episode. In the it's bio, called a, it's called the description. It's been a while since we've done this. Go to the link in the description and uh, click that Amazon link, and then complete whatever purchase you have in your cart. It will give us ten percent of your purchase. It won't cost you anything, and it helps you support your favorite podcast or your least favorite podcast. Just do it, even if you hate us. You know what I was going to say is like, if they use our link, it won't help them support their favorite podcast. True. But it will help support us. Yeah. So we appreciate that. Um, for some reason, Brad's webcam keeps cutting out. Uh-oh. So, um, spoiler alert, Brad is going to be on the podcast this Woo! week. Uh, because we are going to be talking to him about a lot of stuff. Um, by the way, congratulations. Thank you. I, I, I do need to congratulate you on having sex, finally. It's a wonderful thing. Welcome to the club. And Brad just instantly shifts in his chair with uncomfortability. Um, uncomfortability? He's uncomfy. And I'm uncomfy with that word, that <laughs> phrase. Such a Gen Z thing to say. Um, we got. Do you have? Do you have something to talk about? No, we don't. All right, cool. Wait, we're gonna, wait, we're wait, gonna, wait, 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 wait. We're gonna with play re- with regards gonna, to what you just congratulated me on, because I'm not talking about that. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and play the intro to the podcast. We'll be back in just a few with the official launch of season six of You're My Best Friend. Here we go. The following is a podcast about life. Apparently. I can't not listen to music. Friendship and tacos. Let me tell you this. Dropping a taco is a national emergency. This is You're My Best Friend. 
Now here are your hosts, Oxyan and Ruben J. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And this is the official launch of season six of the podcast. And Moxie, I cannot be any more excited but to say welcome to the show, Moxie Ann Biggs! Woo! Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I can't believe we're here. I can't, I can't believe you made Brad into Mr. Biggs. I did. I did make Brad into Mr. Biggs. It's it's probably an accomplishment of a lifetime, and I'm so excited for you guys. Uh, this week we are going to be talking about the wedding and all that fun stuff. Um, but what did I mean? Other than the wedding, what did you do on your on our really long break? Man, just uh, tried not to die. Tried not to kill Reuben. That's about it. We didn't hang out that much. We did not. It was great. Ouch. <laughs> I'm very that kind of hurts my feelings well now you know how i feel all the time i'm always wanting to hang out with you you say mean stuff to me literally every day that is not true all the time what was the last mean thing i said about you when you said that i was homeschooled so facts hurt your feelings yeah what are you a damn liberal (laughs) that was weird (laughs) that was mean see not to you! Yeah, it was! Oh, whatever. Stop being so sensitive. <laughs> you stop being so insensitive. I, you know what? I found out that there are some girls that actually enjoy uh, a guy who's a little bit of a, of a D-bag. We won't get into that. <laughs> Speaking of which, Ruben. Yes. H- how was your break? Oh, my break was wonderful. Yeah? Yeah, I uh, hung out with Brad a lot. It's a great time. Mm. I fell on a scooter. <laughs> you did. Um, great times. Uh, I watched my best friend and Moxie get married, and uh, and I and I I danced at a wedding. I did the mamba, <laughs> mambo, mambo italiano. What's the what's the what's the chain the line where everyone's dancing? Oh, I don't know what that's called. Conga line. Conga line. I did a conga line. The Mamba line. <laughs> <laughs> Named after Kobe Bryant. R.I.P. Um, yeah, it was, it was a good break. It was yeah. Good, it was a good break. Good time off. Uh, we have plenty of ideas for this podcast. Uh, and just FYI, for those of you who are listening to this right now, um, if you're not listening to this, you should probably start. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get this far? <laughs> right? Um, uh, we're changing things up a little bit. We're going to have very few guests this season. And we're going to be doing a lot of talking, so we're sorry. We're gonna we're gonna jump right into this. We're gonna bring him on. Should we just bring him on? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, just, let's bring him into the Can show. Can I do an intro? Uh, no, we'll just uh, welcome. Hey! <laughs> I don't know why that happened. <laughs> Omen for my entrance to the show. What's up, you guys? Uh, we do. What's funny is I got so uh, sidetracked by whatever happened that I didn't turn your mic on until <laughs> right about now. So, oh my god, nobody heard anything. Uh, welcome to the, the welcome to the podcast, Moxie's husband, uh, Mr. Biggs. Hey, you guys, how you doing? Thanks for having me. <sighs> it's been a long time, Ruben, since you and I have been on camera together. What's it been like? A year since since uh, space is hard. Since space is hard, about a year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a while. Yep. And that that podcast. Uh, 
exploded in space. <laughs> yeah. It's just space dust. Just like that show. It was real bad. <laughs> that show was terrible. I don't you know. should finish the podcast. It, you know what's funny about that podcast? There, there, we got a new comment recently. I don't know if you saw it, but it was... <laughs> It was one guy. On our podcast? Yeah, on the Facebook page. One guy who commented on a video of us talking about how bad the show was literally just said, F off. And, <laughs> and I actually responded to it saying, we did a year ago. You're a little... <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, the point of today's podcast, Brad, Just I don't know if you knew what we're doing here. Um, I, I don't know. know. I just appeared in a chair. He just showed up. Um <laughs> Is that we want to update people on on the wedding and how things went? Because um, we did we did an episode on the engagement, right? We did a lot. We, did. we talked about. A, did we do a full episode on? You, the I think you did. I think we did do a full episode. Yeah, you're right. Plus, we did tons of wedding updates. Wedding updates all the time. Um, Ruben was a total girl about it. <laughs> is that a bad thing? Are we? Are you? Are you about? Are you about to pretend that you didn't enjoy talking about your wedding? I did enjoy talking about it. I'm just pointing something out. You have a caring friend who wants to know all the deets, every single deet. This deet, that deet, all the deets. You sneezed on the deet, and the deet got sicker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and let's start where we left off, which I think where we left off was uh, talking about the. Uh, the seating arrangements. Yeah. And I think, I think, because uh, Moxie and I had a very different take on the seating arrangements. Uh, and then I conceded my take because we ended up having semi assigned seating for the, for the bridal party. Yeah. So just to catch up on that, if you didn't listen to our last wedding update from season five, uh, I did not do a seating chart because I was told by many people to not do it it would waste hours and hours of our lives and people would still be upset. And you know, I, uh, I don't regret my decision. I do regret not telling the bridal party that they had an assigned table because I forgot to do that. (laughs) And (laughs) there was just a table with a couple of significant others at the very back and everybody else was all together. But honestly, it didn't really matter that much. Ruben, you know, coming from a place of uh, disapproval of that decision, how do you feel about how it turned out? Um, I, I think at the end of the day, it uh, it did turn out well. Um, I still, I think part of the big confusion for us, at least in the wedding party, was no one knew where they were going to sit after the wedding. I was the only one who, who knew that we had an assigned seating, and nobody believed me. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody believed as me. it should be <laughs> like literally i told sydney that there that we had assigned seating and that her boyfriend could join us uh i told sergio and sarah that, that we had assigned seating and sergio didn't believe me uh i think chris or uh, will believe me um but i carly didn't believe me um and I, she has reason not to believe me Everyone else has no reason not to believe me. So if I ever have like life-changing news about the end of the world that needs to be communicated urgently to members of the human population, I shouldn't send you along as my emissary. Yeah, definitely. I should not be your Moses uh, okay. in this situation. Okay. Uh, because apparently I have no credibility. Apparently. <laughs> well, it's like boy who cried wolf in reverse. I mean, he was right the whole time. And everyone's like, there's no wolf. There's no sign table. And Ruben ended up showing them all. 
Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, guys, seriously, uh, take your seat now, or you're gonna end up with the crappiest. And I ended up with the crappiest of all the seats. <laughs> I knew that there was an assigned seating, and I ended up in the worst possible spot. Where did just, you end up? On the corner of the of the table. Yes. There were so many empty seats. Why didn't you just move? Because my plus one, one of my plus ones. <laughs> Uh, had several. He brought one. Dozen. I had 17. He brought one. They were with him in spirit. And he didn't even have time to spend time with her, which hey. is what I told him would happen. No, you didn't. Let's get to that later. Uh, and technically, I had two plus ones because uh, Elaine kind of became my... my uh, no, she wasn't. She was Kevin's plus one. They went to a funeral together. <laughs> oh, we need to talk about that. Uh, so let's go ahead. Let's start with... Uh, the bachelor party, because that really kicked off the week of which one? Uh, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good place for us to start is sure. to discuss kind of what ended up happening with the bachelor party because I felt like um, ori- the original plan, the original original plan that you didn't know much about, uh, that she didn't know much about, was I knew the- everything that we were going to kidnap you. And we were going to take you to Vegas, wow. and we were going to not let you leave, <laughs> because none of us wanted you to get married. So, I would still be in Vegas right now. We would, st- we, would, you. we would still be in Vegas. All of us. Yes. Unshaven, unshowered. Yeah. We had no- Uncensored. We, we only had about three days worth of money, <laughs> so I don't know where we'd be living right now, but we'd still be in Vegas. Somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Right off the strip. You know, selling ass somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the the original idea was to get everyone, um, get all the all the people that were a part of the bachelor party, um, to somehow trick you into thinking that we had nothing planned uh, except for like a dinner, and then kidnap you to San Diego for the weekend. <laughs> uh, this is when we had, I think, nine people as part of your. Uh, your posse. If you're gonna go around me, don't go that way. What are you doing? <clears throat> don't just don't touch it. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Um, she's gonna go touch it. <laughs> so nine nine people. So however many people that were on your side of the uh, the bridal party, mm-hmm. uh, many of them were out of state. Yep. Um, and so it was gonna, Chase. You and Chase were gonna drive down Friday afternoon. I was going to meet you Friday evening. Everyone else was supposed to meet you there Friday evening. Then nobody could make it. <laughs> and one by one, we started losing groomsmen. Yeah. It was like, it was like who done it? Uh, groomsmen edition. <laughs> uh, what are you doing? You're making this podcast worse. <laughs> You're screwing everything up. You're it's blocking a, the camera. It's a little hard for me to focus with all these porcelain naked mermaids and books and candles. <laughs> Do not oh. touch it. I'm not throwing away my shot. <laughs> um, I'm not really sure how this helps me, but now I get to enjoy a ceramic mother playing gleefully with her child. So that's uplifting. And, and I'm getting mooned by the other one. <laughs> <laughs> this is turning into Continue. lighthouse. Continue. Slowly but surely. Welcome to your my best friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. Uh, anyway, so the post-workout glow at Planet Fitness doesn't just feel great; it feels '80s pump-up jam great. 
Cause when you got the glow, there is no stopping what you want to do. And now when you become a PF Black Card member, your glow can be even greater with a free Amazon Halo Fitness Tracker. Get the glow. Get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment and just $24.99 a month. Bring a friend, enjoy massage chairs, and get a free Amazon Halo View. Deal ends November 15th. Subject to taxes, fees, and commitments. See club for details. What we ultimately ended up doing was we, we ended up taking you to dinner Friday night. Mm-hmm. Just sit down. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't care that your husband's here. I'll still yell at you. <laughs> I, can't. I can't focus. <laughs> That's way past 10 o'clock. Uh, so we decided to take you to dinner uh, Friday night. And then Saturday morning, uh, we didn't tell you what was going on. We just told you to pack a bag. I think I told you to bring four different types of like clothing. Yeah, like just to completely throw you off. I I was so thrown off. I'm like sitting there with a suit and swim floaties and like a dress. I mean, there were like all kinds of things. All kinds oh, the of dress was just involved. for me. Oh, well, it came in handy. It it, it definitely did. <laughs> uh, and then we ended up doing something really fun. We ended up taking you down to San Diego. Heck yeah! Uh, axe throwing and. <laughs> <laughs> scooter riding. Uh, what happened when you were riding your scooter, uh, Ruben? Let's, let's not talk about that. Ruben uh, rode the scooter well, but it was just horizontally. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nobody knows how to ride a scooter horizontally better than me, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, so, what was your what was your favorite moments from from that weekend? Oh, dude, honestly, I let me, let me just say that on you're my best friend. I have the best friends. Um, the the bachelor party was incredible and it ended up being like an all weekend thing which i did not expect at all and it was really quite an awesome pleasant surprise uh like you said the first night we just played a bunch of video games went out to dinner at this great all you can eat kind of um like what's that other place um it was a hibachi grill yeah 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 i forget edamame what's (laughs) what's the name of the other one uh the famous one hibachi (laughs) <laughs> pf chang's yeah. no steakhouse what's the uh the well-known hibachi grill bf <laughs> is it pf chang's b Be- uh it's not pf chang's well it shows how often i eat there anyway the food was way benny hana edamame umami something um it was like benny hana but it was amazing and yeah the following day they they kidnapped me to san diego and uh, we had a blast. Like you mentioned, we went axe throwing, which we all really like to do. And for those of you who don't know, Ro- Ruben is <laughs> Ruben. <laughs> Ruben is a professional axe thrower. Like he legitimately could compete if he had the desire. He's <laughs> the best axe thrower I've ever seen. Um, However, like, since he does not, he will continue to horizontally scooter. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I honestly thought when we went axe throwing in phoenix mm-hmm. i was like i'm gonna suck at this like all the things i hate doing being athletic <laughs> throwing things axes you love throwing things not like that when i asked you if you liked the snapple bottles that were glass or plastic better you asked me what do i do with the bottles after i drink them to which i responded ah of course to which you responded, now I'm scared. What are you thinking that I do with them? And I said, you throw them. 
Remind me to add that part out of the podcast. That's funnier in my head. <laughs> We're losing our mojo, Mox. Oh my gosh. Uh, this might be the last season. Um, but yeah, I, it was funny how quickly I caught on to that. It just instantaneously. And still, you maintained it throughout the San Diego trip, which was amazing. To which, me. by the way, what happened to you, dude? <laughs> I, I went from hero to zero real quick. I sucked, but I had a blast. I felt so bad for you. <laughs> I just, I think I'm, I'm, I think I hit the target once, and it didn't even stick. No, I think you hit it plenty of times. You just didn't get it to stay. <laughs> it was just the bottom of the wood that I just attacked <laughs> ferociously, <laughs> which um, is hilarious because uh, you legitimately, I think, at one point broke the bottom part of the <laughs> of the uh, whatever that's called. It was an old board, man. What can I tell you? Uh, but yeah, we we had fun throwing axes, and we went to this really cool arcade that's um, also a bar. It's kind of like a barcade, if you will, and uh, <laughs> got to play some Super Mario. They had a weird machine there. It was the just like the normal Super Mario Bros. But for whatever reason, when you would hit the the coin return button, it just started spitting out quarters. And so we got I think like six bucks and change from this Mario machine. And I gave you five dollars to start. And so we walked away. We somehow gambled. And we <laughs> and won. We had won an arcade. Yeah, um, <laughs> with a machine. So that was an interesting development. Uh, we also went to uh, Chiba Hut, which is a super cool little sandwich place down there, um, up there. It's just near weird. There. Does he sound like Obama right now? <laughs> can he? Can you say that like Obama? So we went to this. Uh, <laughs> it was really more of an experience, more than anything else. <laughs> it wasn't just a meal. It was a memory, (laughs) but it was fantastic. So I'll try my best not to. It's when I get up into the higher registers that it starts to happen. So I'll just keep it down here. Ironically. (laughs) Yeah. um, Seriously, the bachelor party was more than I ever could have dreamed of. It was uh, just it was amazing. And it was something that if I had gone back. A couple years in my life, I would never have had that experience with the two of you because I wouldn't have known you. And so I was just blown away by what you guys did and that you thought I was worthy of, of all of that. And uh, seriously, I'm I'm always going to remember it. It was terrific. Well, just FYI, you owe Chase and I $400 each. Okay. So Kim, let me go back to that arcade machine. <laughs> See what happens. Are you okay with bags of change? I, I mm, Yep. Yeah, you really sound like Obama. That's now. what I promised. <laughs> uh, and at the same time, you were having your, uh, for whatever reason, I don't understand this tradition, but apparently the uh, the bride has to bathe in front of a bunch of people. So yeah, I always thought it was a little bit of a privacy issue. Yeah. So uh, she she did her she did her shower. Moxie had her shower. Uh, what kind of shampoo did you use at your shower? It is not an actual. There's a ghost. <laughs> it is not an actual shower. It uh, <laughs> was it more of like a bath thing. No, or? it's a party. No one showers. I mean, we all shower before we get there. For yourself. <laughs> I know for a fact that Bradley showers. <laughs> I smelled him earlier myself. No, it went fantastic. And you know, the funny thing about this whole process of getting married and having people doing things for me it was very frustrating not being able to plan my own party 
and no one would let me help and they forced me to get there later than everyone else got there because I'm not supposed to help because it's my party and I've never experienced that before. But, you know, the the funny part about all of this was um, there was a big miscommunication at the beginning between who was supposed to do what because my mom thought that my maid of my matron of honor was supposed to do everything and my matron of honor thought that my mom was supposed to do everything and uh my maid of honor was out of town and all my other bridesmaids were very busy with their lives and so we hit about a month before the bridal shower and everybody kind of went hey who's planning this thing and it was not planned at all (laughs) but they pulled together and it turned out even more fantastic than I ever could have imagined. There were about 20 women and uh, just friends from school, friends from throughout my life, members of my family, uh, aunts who I'm not related to, who are the best aunts in the world. They all showed up and I had a balloon arch, which was so much fun. You're welcome. You did not do that. I provided part of it. What did you provide? The stand that was holding the backdrop behind it. Well, thank you for helping the balloons to stand. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> and we got some gifts. I got way more Tupperware than I ever imagined possible. Can I have oh some? My gosh. No. So much Tupperware. We got like four sets of Tupperware. I think each set of Tupperware has its own set of Tupperware. Yeah. And then that set has grandchildren. Yeah. Yeah. And then they all get a, another set of Tupperware as their bar mitzvah present. They're, They're Jewish? Jewish. Yeah. Tupperwares are Jewish. Did you not know this? This sounds like a really bad joke that we should not finish. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was amazing. And I was really happy that you guys were out busy doing things so that Brad wasn't just sitting at home alone while I was showered in <laughs> gifts and lingerie and things like that. <laughs> Please stop. I'm, I have so many jokes. <laughs> Can I tell any of them? Nope. Gonna keep them all up here. <laughs> so and then here's here's the fun part about what happened that week. Uh, we had an impromptu uh, bachelor party later that week. <laughs> we did, yeah. But it ended up being I think three or four bachelor parties in a week, and it was yeah. We we went to sushi, um, went to this really nice little sushi place with the boys, um, getting Hanging rolls with the boys, <laughs> rolls with the lads, getting <laughs> sushi with the. Guys, <laughs> and uh, after sushi with the suspects. <laughs> after afterwards, we really topped it off. Um, we went to Norms. Oh man! And Tell me more. Oh boy, I have more. Uh, we ordered dessert. <laughs> the world's worst dessert. <laughs> what was it? Uh, you you got a, a relatively dry piece cake, of ch- a piece of chocolate cake. Yeah, and then I got a hot chocolate. And I don't remember what Chris got. Oh, he got vanilla ice cream. Yeah, and I think classy. vanilla ice cream was like the best part of it all. I think so. Um, yeah. Although you can't really go wrong with Norm's uh, hot chocolate. It was it was good. Um, but we also did Taco Tuesday. And we did Taco Tuesday, yeah. And that was fun because your sister appeared out of nowhere. She did. And I meant to tell you. I meant I, I would have told you she was coming had I known she was coming. I didn't hear from her, and then she just showed up. So I'm like, okay. No, I, I didn't mind. The, the more the merrier. Uh, Brenna, you're, you're invited to Taco Tuesday uh, every Tuesday. Uh, although we're not doing it for a while, so never mind. Uh, can I can I tell a fun story that's no. not very fun? Okay, never mind. Go for it. Go for no, it. No, it's okay. 
You don't want to hear it. I want to hear it. The camera's on you. So. Ruben has a favorite taco place. It's called Taco ZK, which, what does that, what does it mean? It means tacos and what? (laughs) (laughs) So we went to Taco ZK for Taco Tuesday. Uh, uh, Who was all there? It was us, Bradley, Brenna, Chris, and Carly. And who's Chris? I believe that was it. Will. Um, since you refuse to acknowledge his legal actual name. You know what's funny? And let me just say this real quick. I tend to be able to set these trends that nobody wants, but everybody <laughs> just goes with it. <laughs> because they know that otherwise nothing will be accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's what's the funny part about the story? Okay, so just this was four days before the wedding. Just like three days earlier, I had realized that my dress was too big because I had lost too much weight. And that's an entire saga we don't have to go into. Wait, wait. Are we actually going public with this? We are. Your mom listens to this podcast. I don't think she does. (laughs) Things my mother doesn't know. (laughs) Anyway, for reasons that I shall not disclose, I had lost too much weight for my dress. And so the minute I found that out, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm eating everything. Like, let's go to Jack in the Box at one in the morning. Let's just do it. And so we went to Taco ZK and I ate way too much food. And I quickly went from... Oh, my dress doesn't fit. I need to eat junk food and gain some weight very quickly to, okay, this is really bad and I'm not eating ever again. (laughs) So Tacos EK tacos are the best tacos, but you really should only have like one. No, you have all the tacos and the quesadilla and the keto burrito and the molita. Oh, the molita. The molita is fantastic. (laughs) I think, yeah, they need to, Tacos EK needs to hire Ruben just to stand like out outside right as people walk in and then when people go what, what tacos ek what does that mean ruben just standing there with the microphone it means tacos and what <laughs> <laughs> that's his one job <laughs> i love that <laughs> so and, you know what and i here's my favorite part of, of what i'm now calling uh hell week was i got to spend literally every day with you a solid week a solid seven days every single day that week i saw you at some point it was amazing and even after the wedding, I still saw you <laughs> the and day after. And honestly, it was the best thing about the week. Um, seeing Brad? Seeing Brad. Aww. <laughs> so fast forward to the rehearsal dinner, or uh, as I like to call it, the rehearsal pizza party, because uh, <laughs> that pizza was fan-freaking-tastic. I'm glad you liked it. I Shout out hear, to your mom. Thank you. I didn't hear like a general consensus, but I'm, I'm glad to hear it was good. Yeah, I think everyone uh, everyone seemed to like it. Everyone ate it. So that's true. I mean, at that point, you can kind of just assume. But I will say this: the rehearsal itself was kind of a cluster, <laughs> and there were still more questions than answers at the end of it all. And I kind of—I don't know if Moxie, if you want to dive into this a little bit and talk, tell us about your perspective of, of the rehearsal dinner. But I—I I, I literally felt like uh, the only thing that was accomplished was we knew we knew when we were walking, um, which is a pretty important part of it. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, no one told us uh, that we were doing a grand re-entrance. Uh, no one told us what order that grand re-entrance was going to be in. Uh, no one told us that we were supposed to... The post-workout glow at Planet Fitness doesn't just feel great. It feels 80s pump-up jam great. Because when you got the glow, there is no stopping what you want to do. And now when you become a PF Black Card member, your glow can be even greater with a free Amazon Halo Fitness Tracker. Get the glow! 
get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment and just $24.99 a month. Bring a friend, enjoy massage chairs, and get a free Amazon Halo View. Deal ends November 15th. Subject to taxes, fees, and commitments. See club for details. Dance for the grand re-entrance? <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things that just weren't weren't told uh, going to the grand re-entrance, but Mox, why don't you tell us a little bit about what, what happened there? Yeah, so I mean, usually the rehearsal not much is accomplished anyway for a rehearsal however we did accomplish a few things and not nearly what i wanted to accomplish (laughs) there was a lot about this wedding that i kind of was just like well we'll be married at the end of it so it's good (laughs) that was kind of where my head was too and looking back i wish i would have taken more of an active role in like telling everyone (laughs) what's actually going on and uh yeah it some things did kind of fall yeah. through. Yeah. I mean, we got married. People were happy. Mm-hmm. Things didn't go as planned, but we're married. We're married. And yeah. that's all that matters. Happily? Yes. Happily. Very. What's that like? I am married or happy? Are you married or are you happy? So, Three Stooges quote for anyone who's questioning whether or not I'm happy. Uh, I am. So fast forward to the next day where um, a thing <laughs> happened. Uh, it was an interesting day. What happened? The wedding. The day of oh. the wedding. Yeah. So uh, apparently uh, we were told to be there at 11. Uh, although when I had asked a month earlier. I didn't know. What time we were supposed to be there. And that at the time I was thinking I had to work still. Oh, so, oh, show up at like two. You'll be fine. When I got or the day so off. so we thought. But then I got the day off. And I scheduled a hair appointment at noon for the day of the wedding. Then I'm told we have to be there at 11. You didn't have to be there at 11. It was preferred that you be there at 11. But as long as you were there by one to do photos, it was okay. Do you know what time I got there? What time did you get 1245. there? 12.45. You made it. Well, and the photos were delayed by like 30 minutes. It, yeah, they, um, they did. Which isn't, isn't a problem. It, it, honestly, uh, once we all got dressed, I felt like at that point, there was no stop in this train. Yep. So everything kind of seemed to go into motion. But I, I want to know, kind because I was with Brad the whole time, and, and not much happened uh, with the guy <clears throat> on the guy side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, we all just kind of sat in a room, and I think we all slowly farted. <laughs> like a lot farting slowly <laughs> slowly but deadly uh slowly but bradley what <laughs> those two things do go hand in hand um but uh the girls seem to have like a whole party going on on their side of the, the room uh do you want to tell any highlights from uh, the the female locker room? Man, I wouldn't know because I had to hide. <laughs> um, once Brad got there, I, I'm, I'm actually amazed that we were able to pull this off not seeing each other before the ceremony. Oh, yeah. Because we decided we did not want to do a first look. That's what a lot of people do is they will do like a first look of the bride seeing the groom basically so they can get all the photos out of the way before the ceremony and you don't have to do them after. Do you regret it now? Not really, because that moment was still really special, and having to like stay away from you beforehand was nice. Um, <laughs> not, 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 not that way. I mean, like get the free time while it lasts. No, <laughs> no. I mean, it was nice that we 
like honored the tradition of the wedding ceremony being the wedding ceremony and didn't mm-hmm. just like change up the significance of it so we could take pictures yeah and, and i mean i don't want to if you have more to say i don't want to no, cut into it. but i mean it in that same vein you know ruben mentioned that we were all kind of sitting in the same farty room together <laughs> <laughs> during during that very time. small farty room yeah <laughs> yeah with lots of stuff in there <laughs> not very not a lot of walking room we we did find out that the air vent opened though right as we were <laughs> called out for photos so. <laughs> but you know it, being in there i had talked with with one of my groomsmen who has been married for a couple of years and i just said hey like you know as a married man do you have any advice like is there anything that you think i should know at this point or you know just give me what's going through your head and he said that um looking back on his wedding the the one moment that he remembers fully that he memorized and he said even if i had dementia in my old age i would remember this moment in my life Mm. is seeing my wife walk out and walk up to me and seeing her for the first time so he said whatever you do try to just immortalize that moment and memorize everything about it and so all of that to say i'm grateful that we didn't do a first look because i got to have that moment and that's something that i will always have um is just seeing you come out with your dad and Mm. being able to look at you in your dress which you'll see later in the footage i kind of lost it so um (laughs) that was special for for me yeah i i wish that i had you were so far away and it was really hard to see you and then when you also take into account the fact that the sun was shining directly into my face and i had a veil in front of my face that the (laughs) sun was reflecting off of it was a little hard to see you but i i felt the same thing i felt yeah, even though I couldn't really see the details of your face exactly, <laughs> I could see you. There's a man there. I think that's the one I'm marrying. <laughs> Is that him? Oh, it's the it's Sorry, the one at the front. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I I going back to the party that the girls were having. Apparently, there was a party. I didn't know. I was hiding away in a very small room as well up until for for like two hours. And once Brad got there, I was like, okay, time to go. I'm going to just go in here now and sit in this one little room and not do anything. And I had a lot more time than I imagined I'd have on my wedding day. You know, you'd think like you're going to be super busy and everybody's going to be needing things from you and blah, blah, blah. I was actually just kind of sitting there for a long time. Like, so long that I started journaling and I did some yoga. You had time to journal on your wedding day? And I did some yoga. Because I was... <laughs> you do yoga? Yeah. Is that just your way of saying you bent over for something earlier? No, I did yoga. I watched a YouTube video. I, it was a whole thing. And I spent like... And, and Brad and I prayed together before the ceremony, which I'm really thankful we did that. I definitely needed that. Um, I'm, and I'm glad neither of us fell because we were both blindfolded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> How come I wasn't there for any of this? Because I don't you, think you were actually there yet. You had you a were, hair appointment. You were with Stev. 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 Shout out to Stev. Stev. For making my man look so... <laughs> so... <laughs> so what? <laughs> clean, you know? Sorry, can you do that one more time? You weren't on camera. So... <laughs> <laughs> he just looks so... Um. Anyway, so I, you know what's funny is when I got there, we all got sequestered in a different room, and we were told specifically that nobody was allowed to see the bride. Yeah. 
That is a question I will always have of whose idea that was, because that is totally not a thing. And I don't know who told you guys that. They just forgot about us. Let's face it. There's there's one point where there's literally, there's snacks right outside the window. We could smell it. We could smell the food. But we were told we had to stay in that room until otherwise. And I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, I've, I've I've never been in a wedding party before, but I'm pretty sure the groomsmen can see the bride. I think that's fine. I, and, and meanwhile, Caleb was meandering, yeah, look, seeing Caleb everyone. Was but, like <laughs> going back and forth beneath the iron curtain there. Like, <laughs> okay, I have a question. Did you? Did either of you guys get to try the hors d'oeuvres? No. Nope. Were they there? To who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I know where I was. I know there was like a fr- like a fruit like a cheese plate, a Shakira board. I think I call it Shakira board. Charcuterie board. Shakira Shakira board. <laughs> oh, man. I know there was food. I had about five bites of it. Well, we had food too, but just not the 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 hors d'oeuvres. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Ruben did orchestra, and you know. He had some help, but he orchestrated the delivery of some much-needed tacos. He did. He <laughs> while did. we were in the room, and uh, <laughs> we'll get to the we'll get to that in a minute. But okay, yeah, I won't spoil too yeah, much. Yeah, I, I just I find found it hilarious that uh, what actually was an accidental order of tacos <laughs> came in handy for at least for me. I think you had a taco too, right? I did. Yeah. yeah. So I was well, actually no, I didn't before the ceremony, but I did. Oh, yeah. you did later on in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll talk about that in a minute. So let's. Let's talk about because obviously the ceremony happened. Y'all got married, uh, and then the shit show started. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, between us not knowing who we were walking out with after the grand en- or for the grand reentrance, <laughs> right? is that what's called grand reentrance? It's called the grand entrance. I thought the first entrance was that grand entrance. It's no. a less grand entrance. That's re-entrance. the processional. Oh, <clears throat> then what's the recessional? The recessional is when you walk out. Okay, then. What's the porta potty for? Going to the bathroom. Gotcha. <laughs> Royal f- executive flush. Luxury Lu- luxury flush. Shout out to luxury flush. <laughs> it's the best poop I ever had. <laughs> you pooped at my wedding? I pooped at everyone's wedding. <laughs> the thing you do. That's calling card. My gift. It's my gift to all the, to the bride and the groom. Speaking of your gift, where did you send it? Azusa. Uh, ah, okay. Yeah, it's where it's, it should be there now. Um, the apartment. In Azusa. Okay. The school. Mm. So where I haven't <laughs> lived for three years. No one told me that. <laughs> You've been to my house. You have a house? I live in a house. You live in a house? Yes. It's news to me, man. It's news to me. Anyway, back on topic. Um, where, Do you want to just jump into the... Anything, any highlights from the ceremony from either one of you guys? Because I, I, like I feel like the ceremony... Uh, w- was slightly too long. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll go back and redo it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your comments. <laughs> uh, b- because I had to stand the entire time, <laughs> and my lower back started hurting very badly. Well, whose fault is that? Whoever decided to make a stand on the hill. Uh, <sighs> for an hour and a half. It was like 20 minutes. It was much longer than that. I think the candles or the the cross thing was twenty minutes. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Which, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've tried to grow into my newfound role of kind of assembling things for a living. <laughs> But you put me in front of a bunch of people, I just drop all the pieces. It was really cute. It was so cute. So we did something called a unity cross. Look it up. It's really cool. If you haven't heard of it and you're getting married soon, you should do it because it's fun. Unless, but, unless you don't believe in the cross or unity. If you don't believe in unity, maybe don't get married. <laughs> it's a anyway, good point. So it's this cool uh, unity ceremony. And, you know, there are like dozens of different kinds of ceremonies. There's sand ceremonies and, and candle ceremonies and tiki torch ceremonies. Yeah, exactly. And Ayo. so in this ceremony, what? I said, Ayo, continue. <laughs> in this ceremony, you actually assemble a cross, and the different pieces of the cross re- represent the different parts of your marriage. So, and and uh, and salvation, and so one part represents Christ, and the other part represents the church, and then the the, the the peg that holds them all together represents another thing, and then I asked, what does the Allen wrench represent that you use to tighten the peg? And no one laughs at that. Like, I think it's really funny, but no one else thinks it's funny. Anyway, what <laughs> happened during the unity nope, ceremony? Nobody in this room thought it was funny either. Well, it, it was just, it was funny to me because I'm already like trying to remember very clearly from the rehearsal where I'm supposed to walk and when. And so I, I like, I get down to where the cross is. I'm like, cool, I made it. This is it. <laughs> like, it's smooth sailing from here. You weren't even wearing a 12 pound dress. <laughs> <laughs> Your dress is 12 pounds? Uh huh. Holy crap. Yeah. 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 Well, I didn't fall and neither did you. So that was a good start. Um, but then, you know, uh, <laughs> we get to the point where. We are going over the meaning behind the different pieces of the cross, and my my piece is you know supposed to be very beautiful, and it represents how I am like the connection between God and I am here to reinforce and love and support. And the whole time I'm trying to assemble it to the actual frame of the cross, and I it, it's like it's not that hard. Like it has a very clear cutout of where it's supposed to go, but my hand just is like moving, and it can't find the actual cutout of the cross. <laughs> You're getting like farther and farther so, away from where it's supposed to be. <laughs> so I'm sitting there essentially with a Lego piece, just trying to make sense of it. And then I think it was your mom grabs my hand and is like, "Yeah, right there. That's it." <laughs> so. <laughs> And then uh, at the very after you did your piece very gracefully, um, I had to screw in the bolt with the Allen wrench that represents all the Allens, as you said. <laughs> um, Ironically, no Allens attended our wedding, <laughs> and I'm glad they didn't because I proceeded to drop it on the floor. <laughs> so, do we have a backup Allen wrench? No. Nope. No. Nope. Lesson learned for the next time. It yeah. might still be a little loose. We might need to check. Actually, we should. Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's funny because I'm sitting up, up. I'm not sitting. I'm standing. And, and by the way, I, I like the fact that you and I had a slight. It wasn't a real argument in my head. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 
but you were you were gonna put me back like towards the end of the groomsmen. For some reason, originally I was like supposed to be after Sergio, and I'm like, that's not fair. Like I, I understand why Chase is, needs to be right next to Brad, but I should be right behind Chase. And you, you had you had some reasoning for it, and eventually I got what I wanted. It was because most of my bridesmaids hate you. That is not even close to being true. All of them hate me. <laughs> Let's be real. I was the most hated person at the wedding. Well, and at the time, you, that's not true. But at the time, we were having the guys and the girls walk down the aisle together. So we were going to pair up guys and girls. And like half of my bridesmaids either had or were having an argument with you over something that got ugly. And so I was trying to... I'm staying out of this one. Yeah, I was trying to figure out who to pair you up with, and then we ended up having everyone walk solo anyway. Wait, so. wait, wait, wait. I had no arguments with them. I had an argument with one of their, one of their parents. Mm-hmm. Not them. Mm-hmm. Ended up being paired with them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm standing next to Chase, and Chase starts cracking up. <laughs> and he he explains to me what had happened because I had missed it because I was trying to crack my back. Uh, <laughs> great, I was trying to gracefully crack my back. And then he goes, he goes, classic Brad. Oh no! <laughs> oh, you missed it. I missed it. Yeah. I can't wait to watch the 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 footage. It was very sweet. I kept making because Chase was right behind you, and then the gazebo was blocking all the other guys, and I couldn't really see you. But I kept I made eye contact with Chase a couple of times, and he just gave me this very comforting like, yes. <laughs> but honestly, like honestly, I think that if if Brad would have no, and this isn't an offense to you, I mean this with one hundred percent love and respect. Take your shot. But I think I think if I think if nothing would have gone wrong during that process, something would have gone wrong, like in life. Like I think that 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 there has to be like a Bradley effect in order for it to really be meaningful. It wouldn't be me if something didn't go slightly wrong. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, in an interesting way, that that's like what I found to be something wonderful about being married is like you have these perfect moments. Like I think I was sitting on the chair earlier and Cassandra said something like she just looked at me and said something really meaningful and like, wow, I can't believe you, you think of me that way. And it was just this beautiful moment. And then like there's like a drum head sitting there on the couch that just like falls and makes this huge clang. It's stuff like that where it's just like these little imperfections within these perfect moments that just make it so special. And I think that was one of them was (laughs) me being me. I mean, not that I'm perfect, but just that I am the opposite of that. I wouldn't love you any other way. Unperfect. You wouldn't love him. (laughs) Well, I would love him, but like, wow, Brad, you're perfect. Just the way you are. Non-perfect. Yes. You're perfectly imperfect. Thank you. So then you said you'll do. <laughs> hey, you'll do. Do it to one another. Uh, and that was the end of that. Uh, let's fast forward to the my favorite part of the night. If I could say so myself. What was your favorite part? The toasts. Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about toasts. I mean, y'all had your, your moments. You guys had a great time. You guys went away for a little bit. Came back out. And then people started yelling at you. Um, <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And, you know, I honestly got a little concerned when I found out that I was following Dr. Phil Diorio <laughs> because he's a great orator. He spe- he's a great storyteller. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And if you get him going, it's, sometimes it's hard to get him to stop. It's true. And uh, 
And I'm like, I have to follow Phil? Like, really? Like, of all the people to follow, I have to follow. Then I had to follow two doctors? <laughs> yeah, we had two doctors giving toasts. That was impressive. I could have choked twice and been fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't your sister, like, not a medical doctor, though? She's not. No. Yeah. I'm CPR certified. She's not. I mean, we- <laughs> Say myself, you have more, you have more medical training than she does. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> um, and you know, Phil probably would just, you know, let you choke. No offense, but <laughs> but uh, what did you guys think of the toast? I thought there were some really good toasts and one really great toast. Heck yeah, heck yeah. yeah. You go first. No, I mean there have been things that I've been referencing, and as we're cleaning and organizing our apartment, I I came across yours and my sister's toast, and I was reading Bella's. Uh, yesterday as I was organizing my vanity because it was just right on top and she said so I've been told I'm I have to keep this uh you know I only have a couple minutes for this toast so I'm gonna keep it short just like my sister and that got a great laugh (laughs) um the other thing we and we referenced this almost on a daily basis was from my mom's toast um my my dad didn't give a toast at our wedding because he had already performed the entire wedding ceremony. And when we asked him about it, we had so many people who wanted to give a toast. And he kind of just volunteered and was like, you know, they've already heard a lot from me. Why don't I just not give a toast? And I was like, are you sure? And he said, yeah, totally. So my mom gave a toast. and uh, Which is, which is kind of rare. I don't think that the, the mom of the bride generally gives toasts not usually no no usually it's just dads but i mean we were super non-traditional when it came to that so um my mom said uh and she started the toast it was so great i can't wait to hear it again she started it by saying i'm gonna i'm gonna give this toast and it's gonna sound like i'm bragging about myself which i'm not but just stay with me for a few minutes and you'll see and she talked about her marriage and her and my dad's relationship. And at the end, she said, he and I never fight, but we have had one constant disagreement throughout our entire marriage. And it is about who, which of us is the luckier one and which of us is the lucky one. Because I think that I got lucky and he thinks that he got lucky and, and we will continue to disagree about this. So Moxie and Brad, I hope that that is your only disagreement about who is more lucky. And honestly, that's come up like so many times since then. Yeah, yeah. really has. Really, really has. Yeah. It, it's weird in a way. Um, I'm going to try to make a weird analogy, so just bear with me here because it might, it might just totally flop. Um, Classic Bradley fashion. <laughs> <laughs> totally. It, unless you have, say, maybe a retirement party or like a really important, meaningful, big birthday celebration with all your family there. Typically, the only time that you have things said about you in that way, um, where people really reflect on who you are, you're not actually there for because it's at your funeral. Mm -hmm. And I'll just put it this way, like hearing what people had to say about you and about me, I, I... could die a happy man like it was just mm-hmm. i was so blown away that everyone there who was so you know close to us and was able and willing to make a toast um loves us this much yeah um it it i mean honestly the, the day was crazy and yeah it all feels like a huge rapid blur but i just won't i won't forget that feeling of um just being completely uplifted and surrounded by 
people who love you. Like it's just it, it was so it was so cool. I've never had someone make a toast in my honor before. Um, well, that's not completely true. Okay, there was, that's true. Because the, at the ball we did. At the ball and, and at true. my graduation party. Okay, maybe I'm like, you know, maybe I'm not completely accurate in what I'm saying. But I just, I just want to remind you that we did. And it was funny because that night at the engagement, I said, oh, by the way, let's not just toast the couple. Then everyone proceeded to toast the couple. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Though. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, like you said, I, I think everyone did a lovely job. And that kind of... I mean, you're the one running the show, but I would love to segue into your toast because I, I yours was so unique mm-hmm. and yeah. special. I would love to hear your thoughts on on, on my incredible speech. <laughs> so, shall you go first or shall I? Okay. Um, first of all, I, I think everyone who listens to the show probably has a general understanding of what's it, what, what it's about. Not just because it's announced every time the show starts, but... I mean, if you if you know Moxie and you know Ruben, you know that tacos are very central to the show, and this wedding really was no different. Um, <laughs> we the aforementioned tacos that we had in the fart room uh, <laughs> uh, made made a reappearance. Uh, a reappearance. <laughs> a re. Ruben didn't moon us, I promise, although I wouldn't have mound. You wouldn't have mound? I wouldn't have minded. Uh, oh, gosh, oh no. this is just getting derailed. Uh, so, Ru- Ruben constructed... Oh, the Wi-Fi is messing up again, just by the way. Yeah, I know. Just keep going. Just keep going. Okay, so... We have the audio, so don't worry. Ruben constructed the, this truly wonderful toast about tacos and about how um a healthy marriage relates to the the structure of a taco and he went into all the different ingredients like you have the meat and you have the lettuce which represent these different things and and tied it all together and as if that couldn't be more awesome he proceeds to have someone run him out three tacos he gives one to me and one to moxie and he unwraps his and instead of lifting the champagne glass, he lifts the taco and, and says cheers. So that was my first and probably only uh, ever taco toast. And it was definitely one of the most memorable I've ever had. It was legend, wait, wait for, for it, it, dairy. <laughs> you, know, what, what, you know, what's funny about that is I uh, ran into to Mike and Marie Collins mm-hmm. before the wedding. And I had... They have been guests on this show, by the way. They have been, which is why I'm bringing this up in particular. Yeah, uh, they are pastors, and we, some probably one of my favorite people that we've ever had on the show. And uh, for some reason, Mike is really into the taco gimmick. He like, is. He's really a big supporter of of the taco gimmick that that I've created for myself. Um, and I, I need you at some point to log back into the streamyard. Um, by the way, um, and so he comes up to me. Uh, and we talk about whatever, and then he goes, "Hey, so you know, I'm assuming you're giving a, a toast, right?" And I'm like, "Barely." Um, <laughs> I found out the day before uh, <laughs> that I was giving a toast, uh, and uh, I told him, "I said, I'm like, you're gonna want to listen to this one." I'm like, "Cause I think you're gonna want to book me for your next marriage conference." <laughs> and I, but the funny part about it is, I honestly thought 
that nobody would get it. Like mm. I honestly thought that nobody would would get it and that it would be a total dud and it would be an inside joke for the three of us, a moment for the three of us to to share. Uh and I had no problem with that. Like I'm like like as long as you guys understand where I'm coming from and maybe your parents and a couple of our really close friends, that's all that really mattered. But I saw some of the pictures of like people reacting to my toast, <laughs> and a lot of people were on board. It was Heck awesome. Yeah. And Mike and Marie came up to me afterwards, and they said, "Man, you really got a discussion going on at our table about what?" <laughs> He's like, "People were asking, like, what, where does cilantro come in? Some people don't like cilantro. Like, what about?" And I'm like, oh, "I'm glad." Um, but uh, you literally gave food for thought. <laughs> oh my gosh, that should be the title of your marriage seminar. Food for thought. Food for thought. Uh. And here's the fun part about this is I actually wrote this the night before. Wow. Um, I was originally going to wing it. And boy, am I glad that I didn't. I'm really <laughs> glad you didn't. <laughs> because I'm a really good public speaker. Um, the last time I had to give an emotional speech was at my mom's funeral. Uh, and even that, I kind of winged, but I had some notes, you know. And so before I want to read it. If that's okay with you guys, sure, please. But I'd love to hear it again. Um, but this is—I'm going to read the actual version of what I wrote, not the what what ended up being delivered because I missed a lot of parts in the delivery. Okay, um, because I got really nervous really quickly, <laughs> uh, which is a rarity for me hmm. um, because I knew that if I screwed up, that it would be on camera forever, and there'd be lots of people in both your guys' family who would not like me. Oh, man. Uh, but before I do that, Mox, do you have anything that you want to want to add to that? I don't think so. Have you read this? I have. Yeah. Have, have you? Did you read it? I haven't. I haven't read it. Okay. This is the expanded edition. This is this is the director's cut. Ooh. Um. So. I'll just start from the top. So apparently they let me speak tonight. Apparently. Which ironically got a really big laugh. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people. I think everyone was surprised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but for those who don't know me, I am one of Cassandra's Moxie's three hundred best friends, according to her. And one of Brad's, according to her, and one of Brad's closest friends. One of the things that helped the three of us form a bond are tacos. And tacos have been a source of joy for us. Tacos brought Cassandra and I closer together. So much so that she and I started a podcast about life friendship and tacos called You're My Best Friend. Relaunching July 5th, lifefriendshiptacos.com. That also got a laugh. Yeah. Which I was really surprised about. That yeah. one, I did that on purpose and I didn't think anyone would, would really appreciate that. So thank you for letting me plug the podcast. Anytime. At the wedding. I wish um, you had talked about the Amazon link. You know what? But now, by the way, the whole wedding's a tax write-off now. I know. <laughs> Speaking of which, what Amazon? No. <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked, Brad. <laughs> My wonderful husband of mine just reminded me that we have yet to talk about the Amazon link. No, never mind. Uh, <laughs> and so I go on. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because tacos and marriage have quite a few things in common. Bear with me. A good marriage is very much like a taco. A good taco starts with a good foundation, a good tortilla. In marriage, the good tortilla is having a strong relationship with God, and I've seen both Brad and Cassandra draw closer to God during the duration of their relationship. In fact, I have not seen a man bring his relationship with his girlfriend, fiance, and now wife to be centered with God more than Bradley has. I'm your wife. It's so weird. That's my wife. <laughs> Another component of a good taco is a good source of protein. Chicken, carne asada, whatever. Which is the love and respect for one another. 
Bradley and Cassandra's love and respect for one another is inspiring. They truly... <laughs> typo. Uh, they truly butt each other first. <laughs> supposed to say put each other first. <laughs> Leave it in me to have typos in this thing, left and right. I should have proofread it for you. Yeah, I know, right? I almost added it to Melody, but I'm like, I know, I want this to be a surprise. Um, they all, they truly put each other first. And with all good tacos, you have salsa, cheese, sour cream, and whatever else you may like. These other these are these other things are like traits like humor, patience, humility, even some things that are challenging. So you have a good foundation, the tortilla, love and respect, a good protein, and the variety of different traits a.k.a. all the toppings, will make for a good, solid marriage. So, Bradley and Cassandra, these tacos and drinks are for you. I wish you a lifetime of happiness, a lifetime of love, and a lifetime of tacos. It's to the bigs. And then we clashed our tacos together, took a bite, and instantly regretted it. (laughs) (laughs) It was it was the thought. It, it was, was honestly. Uh, I took one bite and was like, "This is the worst thing I've ever <laughs> taken a bite out of in my life." Well, it was only the fourth bite of food I've had. I had had that day, so tastes like was manna good. from heaven. Yeah, up until that point, all I had had was crackers, Yikes. just all day because my stomach was upset. And so, anytime someone was like, "You need food," I was like, "Can I have some crackers?" So I'd probably ate like thirty crackers that day. Jeez. What is that? <laughs> a bird. So that taco was manna from heaven. I'm telling you. It was an honor of a lifetime um, to be there and to be a part of it and to be part of the entire week uh, with you, Brad. And unfortunately, I didn't spend much time with you that I week. I know. Uh, or any time uh, past Tuesday, I think. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I do remember the one last thing that I want to share uh, was our moment before the rehearsal dinner where I pulled both of you guys aside. Mm-hmm. And I said, I, I said to Brad, I said, Brad, this is usually the part where you know, the big brother would tell you, hey, if you ever hurt her, you know, I'll come and kill you. But I have nothing to worry about with you. So, Cassandra, if you ever <laughs> hurt Brad, <laughs> I will murder. <laughs> and uh, I think that's a good way to, to wrap this up. It was a beautiful wedding. It was a beautiful time. Uh, any last <laughs> any last thoughts? <laughs> I just am so grateful for everyone who made it possible. Um, I mean... It's not like it's PBS and they're like pledging their support. I just, <laughs> I feel like that's the, kind of the way I'm like introducing. Although them. they will take your money. <laughs> I just, uh, um, her family, my family, you, our, our closest friends were the ones who we could uh, rely on for, for support and encouragement during, I mean, throughout the whole course of our relationship and during the engagement and then all the planning. It was just, it was you guys who were there pulling the late nights making commitments to spend your entire week and get off work early for us and it it was absolutely above and beyond anything i dreamed of so i'm just i love i love you guys you're awesome yeah one of my favorite parts of our wedding ceremony was uh the section of the vows where you know you have the traditional like do you bradley and do you cassandra and you say i do and you repeat after me and all that but we added an additional part of the vows in uh to be the group vow and this is something that my father does pretty regularly with his weddings but you don't tend to see it uh, how many times has your dad been married A lot um, to one person. No, but uh, he asked the whole audience to stand as sort of a seventh inning stretch. And he asks them to 
to vow to us and he asked them if they'll support us and if they'll be there for us and help strengthen our marriage and be there as as car jump starters and movers and babysitters and and confidants and late night friends and full disclosure i objected to all of it (laughs) that's okay you have no other option but that was one of my favorite parts of the wedding and and overall just the general like the reactions that I've heard from people, I think Bradley, I think you and I were a little worried the day of because we spent so much time taking photos that we didn't really get to talk to anyone. And I know going away from it myself, we can joke about it all we want, but I was genuinely worried for a little bit there that people didn't really have a good time. And everything I've heard from everyone there has just, they have been talking about how much fun it was and how regardless of like with the seating chart, like regardless of where you sat at each table, you were going to make a friend, even Mm -hmm. if you didn't know anyone there. And it was just the time of our lives and the people who were there, they weren't just friends. They were family. Yeah. And I'll say the only complaint that I heard, and I talked to literally everybody there, uh, every corner I turned, somebody was pulling me aside, uh, was that unfortunately the dancing started too late and ended too soon yeah yeah um yeah but you know what if that's the worst thing to happen at your wedding then you had a great time yeah uh the food was great what i ate of it was great <laughs> uh the the drinks were great uh the weather was fantastic oh yeah perfect like, weather like the day before during the rehearsal it was windy and super hot mm-hmm. and i guess you were telling me the next day was super hot as well super hot and and literally it felt like like the lord had just gave his blessing on this yeah by giving just the right amount of wind the right amount of heat the right amount of cool and the drone wasn't very loud yeah um, <laughs> although we all thought it was a swarm of bees the first time <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. um but yeah i was, I was like what's going on? yeah i walked out of the house for the first time and i heard it and i thought it was a swarm of bees and i was like well at least i have my veil <laughs> <laughs> your beekeeper's <laughs> so with all that being said I, honestly I, I i can't uh you know iterate enough how excited i am for the two of you um i can't wait for you guys to start having babies um, i can wait <laughs> uh and i i think it's gonna be a great however long the lord blesses you guys with a long hopefully a long life mm. um but you know like i, like I keep telling her till death are you threatening murder here if you die i will kill you <laughs> can i as we as we close this out i have one very funny story yes. to take away from this wedding that i'd love oh, are, to are we gonna close with the the we story are, we are okay, we are yeah, we okay so this is the best thing ever um we have and and shout out to kevin kim here he has been a longtime friend of the podcast, longtime friend of ours. He actually was the uh, behind the scenes guy who came with us on our last photo shoot with he Eric. He's a couple times for us. Yeah, 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 he's awesome. Just all around great guy. He just finished his uh, master's. Oh, congratulations, yeah. dude! Yeah, wow, he's that's awesome. I super awesome. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> I get a text, and he, by the way, if you have been a longtime listener of this podcast, you know of my former roommate, Elaine Kong, who currently lives in Hong Kong. Uh, She has come on the show uh, before as a foreign policy expert, (laughs) (laughs) but she was unable to fly out from Hong Kong and make it here for the wedding. I know. I agree. But 
So Kevin had taken on the duty of basically being her plus one and video chatting, like FaceTiming her in for the whole wedding. So she got to see the whole thing. And they were in communication beforehand the whole time. So the day after the wedding, she texted me this. And she this is verbatim what she said. I need to tell... Oh, by the way. So the, the parking lot for our wedding, because it was at my grandparents' house... Um, the parking for the wedding was down a hill at the parking lot for the church. That's like a minute away. So that's where everybody was supposed to park. And she texted me the day after. And she said, I need to tell you this. Kevin called me soon after he parked. He signed the guest book and walked into a courtyard where he was looking for our people. But sudden, <laughs> somehow he couldn't see any. So we chatted away. When it got close to 3.30, he started seeing people going in. So he followed, sat down, but still couldn't see any familiar faces. So I texted Reuben and told him that Kevin sat down in the sanctuary. To which Reuben replied, there's no sanctuary. Then I got off the phone so that Reuben could call Kevin. By this point, you probably would have guessed Kevin went to a wrong wedding. But no, it's worse. <laughs> Kevin went to a wrong funeral. <laughs> <laughs> with his blue suit and oh. silver tie and everything cheerful oh, and yes we signed the guest book <laughs> talk about two funerals and a wedding <laughs> oh oh man that is, that is a sitcom I right there i texted kevin later to thank him for giving us a story to tell our grandchildren <laughs> <laughs> i will say this um the one thing that i wish we could change about the wedding would be to have Elaine there. Mm, yeah. Th- there's just something about her not being there that didn't feel right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, unfortunately due to COVID and all the different restrictions in different parts of the world, you know, she, w- it was not possible. I-, I told her, I said, I will fly to Hong Kong, put you in a suitcase and fly back. <laughs> and then she proceeded to tell me that the flight wasn't the problem. It was the quarantine before and after the trip. Yeah. That was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, which makes more sense. But, um, all yeah. that being said, Brad, do you have anything else that you wanna you wanna close out on? It's just good to be back here. I'm glad I didn't drive to the wrong house again. <laughs> Me too. Um, I was here early. I was, like, I was like, to be fair, your wife is here with you, so <laughs> yeah, I'd really have to work hard to do that. Um, no, you just- would have to purposely leave this house. <laughs> Go to an apartment where she doesn't live anymore. I wouldn't put it past me. Emma would be like, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I just, I'm really excited for you guys. It's season, what, six now? Season six, yeah. Jeez. Well, you guys are uh, doing doing great so far. I'm excited to see what the rest of the season has in store. And I'm just glad to be a part of it. So thank yeah, you man. for having me. Can I close out by uh, saying thank you to my amazing, wonderful, supportive husband? You're welcome. Oh, him. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to say podcast host, but yeah. Uh, Brad, mm-hmm. literally none of this would be possible without you in my life. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. But may I remind you that you started it before you met me. Yes, but had I not met you, I would have killed Ruben by now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll protect him. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm honored. You guys are... So much fun to watch together and to see you both grow and develop as a podcast and as individuals. Um, it's amazing. So congrats. Thanks. Thanks, bro. Well, I'm going to kick you out of the stream now. Kick me out. So you are officially muted. Um, are we leaving them with one last thing? I don't think so. I think I think that my one last thing is just find the right person, marry them, and be happy. 
Sweet. Well, if you go to dollarinthejar.com, you can go ahead and get our little overtime where I'm going to tell a story of uh, what happened to me after the wedding. Are you? Uh, oh, and, and yeah. And briefly about my plus one situation. So uh, <sighs> so stick around for a minute if you uh, are part of the dollarinthejar.com membership tier people things and stuff uh, for an exclusive post show. That being said, my name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann Biggs. And we... Are out of time. Are married. No, we're not. Yes, I am. Stop telling people we got I'm married. married. We are not married. We're, we, me and Bradley, are married. Lucky Land Slots, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.